0: al Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all.
1: In the name of Allah, and the name of Allah, and the name Allah, and the name of Allah, the name of Allah, and Allah. In the book of the Imam Bukhari, Allah Allah, in the 20th door, the al Allah Bukhari under this word, a فقال حدثنا عبد الله بن عثمان قال أخبرنا عبد الله قال أخبرنا يونس عن الزهري قال أخبرني حمزة بن عبد الله بن عمر أنه سمع ابن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه يقول قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا أنزل الله بقوم عذابا أصاب العذاب من كان فيهم ثم بعثوا على أعمالهم هذا الحديث في بيان أن العذاب إذا نزل على قوم بسبب معاصيهم أن العذاب يعم الجميع يعم الجميع وهذا إذا فشت المنكرات ولم يقم أحد بإنكارها فإذا عمهم الله بعذاب لظهور المعاصي وفشو المنكرات استحق الناس العذاب العام كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لما خيل له نهلك وفين الصالحون قال نعم إذا كثر الخبث إذا كثر الخبث هؤلاء الصالحون يبعثون على نياتهم يعمهم العقاب فيموتون مع الناس لكنهم يبعثون على نياتهم فإذا جهر الناس بالمعاصي من غير نكير أصاب العذاب الجامع. وهذا يدل على أهمية الأمر بالمعروف والنهي عن المنكر وأن من أسباب رفع العذاب أو من أسباب عدم وقوع العذاب العام هو الأمر بالمعروف والنهي عن المنكر فإذا خفى هذا الأمر وهو الأمر بالمعروف والنهي عن المنكر أو لم يعد يوجد بين الناس عم العذاب جميع الجميع، لكن بعث على نياتهم إن كانت صالحة فالعقبة صالحة وإلا فسيئة، فالعذاب تهرة للصالح، تكفير لما حصل منه من تفريد في الأمر والنهي، ونقمة على الفاسق. أخرج الإمام ابن حبان والبيهقي. عن عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها مرفوعا إن الله تعالى إذا أنزل سطوته بأهل نقمته وفيهم الصالحون فيصابون معهم ثم يبعثون على نياتهم وأعمالهم هذا واضح جدا إن الله تعالى إذا أنزل سطوته بأهل نقمته وفيهم الصالحون فيصابون معهم ثم يبعثون على نياتهم وأعمالهم وفي السنن الاربعه من حديث أبي بكر رضي الله عنه سمع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إن الناس إذا رأوا الظالم فلم يأخذوا على يديه أو شك أن يعمهم الله بعقاب فهذا يبين كما قلنا يبين أهمية الأمر والنهي وأن الله تعالى يرفع العذاب بهذه الشعيرة وهي سبب تفضيل هذه الأمة وهي وهي سبب خيريتها قال الله تعالى كنتم خير أمة أخرجت للناس تأمرون بالمعروف وتنهون عن المنكر وأخبرنا الله سبحانه وتعالى أن اللعنة حلت على بني إسرائيل بسبب تركهم لهذا الأمر يقول الله عز وجل كانوا لا يتناهون عن منكر فعلوه كانوا لا يتناهون عن منكر فعلوه فهذا يا عباد الله أمر في غاية الأهمية حتى عده جمع من أهل العلم سادس الأركان سادس الأركان هذه الفئة المكلفة بهذا الأمر الذين هم أهل الحسبة من قبل ولي الأمر يرفع الله سبحانه وتعالى بسببهم العذاب لكن قد لا يسقط بهم الواجب لكسرة المنكرات فيتعين على جميع من رأى منكرا أن يغيره على حسب القدرة والطاعة بيده أولا وهذا يستطيعه مع عموم الناس ولات الامور يعني الذي يستطيع ان يغير باليد ليس كل واحد الذي يستطيع ان يغير باليد في الغالب هم من يملكون السلطه هم من يملكون الحكمه وعندهم الشرط وعندهم الاعوان وعندهم الجيوش هؤلاء ما يعني يستطيعون ان يغيروا بايديهم لوجود القدرة والسلطة معهم أما بالنسبة لغيرهم فقد يتعذر عليهم هذا الأمر بالنسبة لمن تحت اليد من النساء والذرار والأتباع فيستطيع أن يغير باليد معهم هو الولي الخاص يعني الرجل في بيته هو راع هو هو ولي البيت هو أمير البيت يعني هو له له القدرة يعني هذا في الغالب لكن أحيانا الله المستعان قد لا يستطيع لكن في الغالب أن, ال أن يعني الرجل هو ولي البيت هذه تسمى إمارة خاصة ضيقة فيستطيع يعني مع من يعني يلي امره من النساء والذراري والاولاد وهكذا يستطيع وما عدا ذلك ينتقل فيه الى المرتبة الثانية وهي اللسان يعني من يعني, من لست من يعني ليس لك ولايه عليه ولا يعني تستطيع ان تغير المنكر معه باليد يعني تستطيع أن تنتقل إلى المرتبة الثانية وهي اللسان ويكون بالأسلوب المناسب وبالطريقة التي لا تثير ولا يترتب عليها منكر أعظم يعني بعض الناس يسمع يعني بعض الناس يسمع ويقبل وبعض الناس قد يسمع لكن لا يقبل لكن بعض الناس إذا نصح يسور غضباً يسور غضبا وربما يعتدي على من نصحه إذا المرتبة الثانية تكون باللسان كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من رأى منكم منكرا فليغيره بيده فمن لم يستطع فبلسانه فمن لم يستطع فبلسانه لو تتابع الناس على الإنكار باللسان لما تتابع أهل المعاصي على عصيانهم ولا خفت هذه المنكرات لخفت يعني هذه المنكرات قد لا تنقطع لكن تخف مع كثرة الإنكار لكن لما تواطأ الناس على السكوت عمت هذه المنكرات فيعني ما جنينا من وراء ذلك إلا العقوبة العامة نسأل الله عز وجل أن يلطف بالمسلمين
0: all praise due to Allah and Allah send his peace and blessings upon his final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa Imam al-Bukhari ta'ala uh, in his book of al fitan the tribulations, has a chapter titled If Allah sends down a punishment in a people. That's the title of the chapter. And he mentions one hadith in this chapter as is narrated in in the in the chain uh, uh, from ibn umar radiyallahu anhuma that he said that rasulullah said if allah sends down a punishment upon a people and the punishment strikes those that are in this uh, community in these people and then they will be resurrected in accordance with their deeds uh, when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down a punishment it uh, it, it envelops all people Uh, And especially this happens when evil starts to be done in a society and people are not uh, calling out that evil. And so if evil starts uh, starts to be practiced and starts to be spread and no one is calling out against it, no one is trying to stop it, then punishment will strike everyone, even the righteous, those who are not practicing the evil as is narrated in the hadith uh, where uh, where the companions asked the prophet sallallahu are we going to be destroyed and amongst us are righteous people the prophet sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said yes if filth pervades if it becomes plentiful so this hadith in reality shows the importance of commanding good and forbidding evil and that this is a great responsibility that prevents Allah's Taala's punishment coming down. But if people uh, slacken in that, then punishment will fall upon all those who practice the evil and those who don't. Because a lot of people they uh, sort of feel comfort that you know there may be evil in the society, but they're not practicing it, they're not indulging in it. But the punishment will 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 be any uh, comprehensive upon all. Uh, but people will be resurrected according to their intentions and according to their uh, actions, and this punishment will be a purification for the righteous people and it will be a punishment for the evil people. Uh, there is another narration that says that if Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sends down His anger upon those who uh, are entitled to receive Allah's punishment, and among them are righteous people then it will be a a a, a, a cure and a uh, it will be a cleansing for the righteous people of their sins and it will be a punishment for the people of evil of evil uh, another narration uh, the prophet sallallahu alaihi he said that if the people see an oppressor a wrongdoer and they don't seize him by his hand uh, then Allah will make a comprehensive punishment upon them all. You know, when people see people doing wrong and they don't try to stop it, they don't speak out against the evil, they don't try to take whatever action that they are able to do to try to prevent and minimize the evil, if they don't do that, then uh, the the punishment upon the entire community will be comprehensive. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised the Muslims Uh, And this Ummah, he said, You are the best of nations to be sent to people. You command good and you forbid forbid evil. And you believe in Allah. So commanding good and forbidding evil and belief in Allah is one of the most important characteristics of this Ummah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also mentions that his curse and punishment and anger is upon those who used to see evil and did not forbid it. As Allah ta'ala, he says, that... Uh, they were cursed to disbelievers from the children of Israel on the tongue of Dawood and Isa ibn Maryam. That is because of their sin and they used to transgress. They used to not forbid the practice of evil that they would do. They would not forbid the evil that was practiced in the society. The importance of commanding good and forbidding evil is so important that some scholars considered it the sixth pillar of Islam those who take on the responsibility of commanding good and forbidding evil in society especially those who are appointed by the authority uh, especially in a muslim uh, in a muslim state that there would be those who are uh, yani given charge with the responsibility of commanding good and forbidding evil uh, that it is by virtue of this good act of maintaining uh, compliance with the laws of allah subhanahu Wa ta'ala and not allowing sin to pervade and become normalized and and public, that it is by this act, that punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that there are protection and there are reason for the punishment of Allah to be lifted off this community. The Prophet he said, If a person sees an evil, then let him change it with his hand. If he is not able, then let him change it with his tongue. If he is not able, then let him change it with his heart. And that is the weakest of faith. Uh, so first the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam commands us that if we see an evil to try to change it with our hand and this the hand or the power is for those who are in authority, the leaders, the rulers and governors, because they have the power, they have the authority, they have the facilities of the state, of the of the police and the judiciary and so on to uh, and the means as well of, of, of prosecuting. Um, in terms of you know the, the power to collect evidence and so on and prosecute. So this is the changing of the hands and to implement laws and to, and to enforce the law upon the people. Uh, as for a person who has authority in his house, for example, a parent uh, in the house, whether it's the father uh, who, who dictates how the the, the the household is run or the mother who is responsible for the upbringing of the, the children, this is what we call al the the the, uh, the minor authority or the special authority in a person's house, then if they're able, they do what they can to stop evil being uh, practiced or, or to stop evil being uh, and sinful actions, forbidden things in the religion to be practiced in the household to the best of his ability. Sometimes people don't have the ability to do that, but to the best of the ability. That's why the Prophet wasallam said, if a person is not able, then let him uh, uh, forbid the evil with his tongue and that's the second step and, and this should be done in the appropriate way and every situation every person has what is suitable to address the evil to try to stop it sometimes it could be in harsh words some, sometimes it could be in soft words sometimes every everything has a proper way to get the the best possible result of using the correct words and the correct style to stop the evil that's being done so that it doesn't lead to a greater evil occurring and as well so that compliance is followed. Because uh, some people, you know, if you if you were to advise them and speak to them, they will listen. And some people, if you were to speak to them kindly, uh, they will listen. Some people, if you were to speak to them harshly, they won't listen. Some people, no matter how much you try to advise them in the best possible way, if they're advised, they feel... Um, humiliated or they, th- they feel uh, challenged and they will then uh, respond in an in a angry way. So we have to try to find the best way to address and, and uh, speak out against the wrong uh, with our tongue. If we are unable to do that uh, uh, sorry the, the sheikh he said and if people uh, become accustomed to calling out evil with their tongue uh, and even the common people that evil that's practiced publicly in the society, then evil would be minimized uh and and we see that evil is promoted in a society because people have left calling out the evil, and so it becomes normalized and it becomes harder and harder to alleviate that evil because everyone does it, and no one says anything uh, and and if evil becomes normalized and becomes standard then the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be comprehensive.
1: Al Masal al Akira Skuruha Al Yawm Ananas bin Nisbati Lil Munkarat Sala satul Aqsam. Yani Lama Yakaul Munkar filmushtama Annas Tanqasi mu bin Nisbati illay, salasatu Aqsam. Khismun Yafalul Munkar. Kismun Yafalul Munkar. وقسم ينكر هذا المنكر هذا القسم الثاني والقسم الثالث يسكت عن هذا المنكر يسكت عن هذا المنكر لا يقع فيه ولا يرضى لكن يسكت عنه وهذه الأقسام الثلاثة ذكرت في سورة الأعراف لما تكلم الله سبحانه وتعالى عما أصاب أصحاب يعني السبت آم آم قال الله تعالى وَإِذْ قالت أمّة منهم لما طاعون قوما الله مهلكهم أو معذبهم عذابا شديدا قالوا معذرة إلى ربكم ولعلهم يتقون لما تحايل بن إسرائيل على الصيد في يوم السبت وكان ذلك محرما عليهم ونصبوا الشباك يوم الجمعة وأخذوا يعني ما وقع فيها من السمك يوم الأحد لكن حقيقة الصيد وقع في الشباك يوم السبت يعني لأن السمك كان لا يأتيهم إلا في ذلك اليوم استأتيهم حيتانهم يوم سبتهم شرع ويوم لَا يسب... لا يثبتون لا تاتيهم فهنا انقسم الناس ف... فاذا طائفة فعلت هذا المنكر وطائفه انكرت عليهم وطائفه ثالثه قالوا يعني لما تعيذون قوما الله مهلكهم او معذبهم عذابا شديدا فقالوا معذره الى ربكم الذي انكر من سبب من اسباب الانكار انهم يعني يفعلون ذلك حتى يعذروا أمام الله وأنهم قاموا بما أوجب الله عليهم من الأمر بالمعروف والنهي عن المنكر ف يعني ف هذه الأصناف الثلاثة الم ال المنكر هو سالم يعني هو بإنكاره للمنكر يسلم, يسلم من المؤاخذة يسلم من المؤاخذة والفاعل هو هالك والساكت اختلف العلماء فيهم فقال بعض الصلف إنهم سكتوا فسكت عنهم والصحيح أن الذين سكتوا مع القدرة على الإنكار ظالمون وهؤلاء منهم لأن عدم إنكار المنكر ظلم فهم داخلون في الظالمين نحن قرأنا حديث أبا بكر رضي الله عنه أنه سمع النبي صلى الله عليه إن الناس إذا رأوا الظالم فلم يأخذوا على يدي فلم يأخذوا على يديه أو شك الله أو شك أن يعمه الله بعقاب فهم يؤخذون إذا كانوا قادرين إذا كانوا قادرين على إنكار المنكر ولم ينكروا على من فعل المنكر إذن الحديث فيه تحذير شديد ووعيد أكيد لمن سكت عن النهي فكيف بمن داهن فكيف بمن رضي فكيف بمن أعان؟ سبحان الله نحن يعني نعيش يعني إيراد هذا الحديث في كتاب الفتن يعني يدل على أن من أعظم الفتن أن يعيش الناس في مجتمعات يعني سقط فيها الإنكار عن, يعني عن المنكر وسقط فيها الأمر بالمعروف سبحان الله يعني الآن أصبحت بعض المجتمعات تحاول أن تحمي يعني المنكرات ولا تسمح بل تعاقب على من ينكرها تعاقب على من ينكرها فيعني الآن يعني يعني إذا رأيت مثلا منكرا في الشارع أو في أي مكان عام وأتى ربما تعاقب قانونيا عند بعض المجتمعات فيسمون هذه بتسمية الحريات العامة وكذا أصبحنا في مجتمع أو في عالم اليوم يعيش يعني حالة شديدة في شيوع المنكرات ولا يجيزون ولا يسمحون لأحد بإنكارها نص الله سلام لكن يبقى إنه الإنسان يعني إن لم يستطع بلسانه أقل شيء أن ينكر بقلبه هنا يعني الشيخ قال فكيف بمن داهن فكيف بمن رضي فكيف بمن أعانى يعني مع شيوع المنكرات وعدم السماح يعني قانونيا بإنكارها أقل أقل شيء أن تنكر ذلك بقلبك ولا تشارك في هذه المنكرات ولا تناصر ولا تداهن ولا تعين فاعليها فتحاول ان تبتعد قدر الامكان وتثبت على اقل شيء الانكار القلبي وهذا يعني بهذا نستودعكم الله وإلى لقاء اخر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته
0: the last thing that that we'll address inshallah is that When it comes to evil deeds, the people in regards to evil deeds are in three categories. The first are those that practice the evil deed. The second are those that speak out against the evil deed. And the third are those that are silent in regards to the evil. And this we learn from the people who transgressed in the Sabbath. As Allah Ta'ala mentions in Surah Al-A'raf, which is chapter 7, verse 164, well, Allah Taala says, and when a community among them said, "Why do you advise or warn a people whom Allah is about to destroy or to punish with a severe punishment?" They, the advisors said, "To be absolved before your Lord, and perhaps they may fear Allah." So these verses were revealed in regards to uh, a people who Allah, who lived by the sea, and Allah tested them in that their fish would not come throughout the week except on the Sabbath, when they were forbidden. Uh, to to work and forbidden to, to fish. And so they made a trickery in which they made traps and nets that they would put out on Friday to catch the fish that would come in on Saturday and then collect the fish on Sunday. And they said, we, we fished on Friday, but in reality these fish were caught on Saturday. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so when people started to do that and people knew that these people were trying to, to trick and circumvent the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and doing something evil, some remained silent and some went out and and spoke against them. And those who spoke out against them were blamed by those who were silent. They said, Why are you advising a people who Allah has gone to destroy or punish with a severe punishment? These advisors, they said, to be absolved before your Lord. At least we have an excuse before Allah. If Allah is to question us on the Day of Judgment, why did you allow these people to do that? They said, at least we try to speak up against them. We try to advise them. And perhaps they will make fear Allah. Perhaps they will stop their evil actions. And so Allah says in the next verse, And so when they forgot the reminder, that which they were reminded of, we saved those who had forbidden the evil and we seized those who wronged with a wretched punishment because they were defiantly, defiantly disobeying, disobeying. Sorry. So this verse shows that when the punishment came to these people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved those who were forbidding evil. And Allah punished those who were doing uh, the wrong. So there's one more category that is not spoken of, which is the, the category of those who were silent. What happened to them? The scholars differed about what happened to them. They were silent, so Allah was silent in regards to their consequences. But many of the scholars they said that they were punished as well, because as we mentioned in the hadith, that if a person does wrongdoing and and people have the ability to stop it, either physically or verbally to speak out against it, and they don't, then the punishment uh, will be comprehensive. Uh, 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 then it is feared that the punishment will be comprehensive upon them all. So, in summary, this hadith really is a warning to not speak out against evil and to, to be silent against evil. You have some people who do evil and people do not speak out against it. And people sometimes even go to the extent of being pleased with it. And they may even justify it. And worst off is they even support it. And this is of the greatest of evil deeds that to... Yani be silent and and to be pleased and not speak out against evil. Uh, nowadays, in many societies, evil is being done, and those who speak out against the evil are criminalized themselves and are blamed. They are held to blame for speaking out against the evil. Instead of those who are speaking out against the evil are, uh, yani at least supported. They are now the they are now the wrongdoers for speaking about against the evil, and sometimes they are even held uh, for blame or even prosecuted for speaking about against evil. So what is important is as the the Sheikh said that if evil is done that we must uh, speak out against it and try to stop it. At least not accept it and not try to justify it and definitely not to help Uh, and and not to take part in it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and and why Imam Bukhari mentioned this in the chapter of tribulation because uh, that when evil is done and and it is not spoken out against then this is the cause for tribulations to come upon a society. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from his punishment we we'll ask Allah to have mercy on us, we we'll ask Allah to help us to be of those who command good and forbid evil. Wallahu a'lam. Wa sallallahu sallam 'ala nabiyyina Muhammad ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. This program was presented by Al-Bayan Radio, The Voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah.